Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, welcome to today's podcast. And one of my favorite parts about this incredible profession is all the amazing human beings and leaders that you get to meet all over the world. And the ironic part is today's leader, Mindy Saunders, was someone the first time we actually met in person was at a mastermind that I ran in Florida that she came to. But we both live in Utah. We're not that not that far off from each other. But um, since then, it's been fun to get to know her better and better. Uh, recently, we just started doing these, these meetups. We've only done one. We've got our second one in about six weeks from now. And that was all the top leaders that have made six plus figures in Utah. I created this group chat and I said, let's just get together, hang out. There's no pitch. There's no agenda. It was just collaborate and get to know and see how we can edify each other in this industry. And Mindy was there and we had about, I would say 20 different leaders, 14 different companies, and it was a ton of fun. So Mindy, neighbor, kind of, I know we're like an hour apart, but in the, the around the world, that feels like neighbors. How are we doing today? So good. So good. Thanks for having me here. Always, always happy. I mean, I can't believe we're finally getting around to, to doing this, this interview. And I, I'd love for people to hear quickly, just let's hear the highlight reel. We can talk later about the struggles, right? I know we all go through struggles and we fail forward, but let's hear the highlight, highlight reel. How long you've been in this profession, maybe some of the successes that you've gone through. And then after we'll focus on some of the other stuff later. Yeah, my story, I guess we could start with that, is that I have been an entrepreneur for about 18 years. And we I was a never ever network marketer. Wasn't ever gonna do it. It was in my marriage contract. We were dating and talking about all the things, how many kids we want to have, where we want to live, raise our families. You know, it's more like if we were gonna do this, right? And um network marketing came up and we both were like, nope, nope. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you agree. Like that's off the table. Not ever even going to have to even ever consider it. And fast forward 12 years into our marriage and I have an identical twin sister. Her name is Mandy and she signed up for a network marketing company. And I was like, okay, cool. How can I support you? She's like, I need you to host a party for me. I'm like, okay, cool. So she comes to my friend. She lives in Boise. I live in Northern Utah. And so she travels the five hours to come to my house and we host a party and she sells to all my friends and we're there. And she's like, are these your customers? Or are they mine? And I was like, oh, I know what you're doing here. And you know, that marriage contract, I can't do it. I can't do it. She's like, okay, just have to ask. So she took all my customers. Um, after that, it was probably the next week. She's like, Hey, we're doing this online event. I'm like, okay, cool. I love parties. It's great. I'll show up anything to support her. Right. And, um, I showed up to this party and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And by the end of it, I was like, that's network marketing. Cause previous to that, you know, it was stopping at a gas station and talking to somebody or in the grocery store or family reunion. Right. Um, and my parents had dabbled in it and I was like, no, no, no. I was, I was a teenager at the time. And it was like, yeah, you're embarrassing me. Right. So type of thing. So I, I was able to experience an online event that was fun. It was engaging. There was people that presented in this 45 minute presentation that they did. And it was every comment was an entry into the drawing and they had big prizes. And I was like, that's network marketing. I'm like, maybe I'll, maybe I'm interested. And from that day, it was about six weeks of like obsessing over it. I hadn't even gone to my husband yet because I'm like, he's not going to like this idea. 
Um, and I was just a stay at home mom at the time. I actually had, um, so my daughter, she has a heart defect and it went undiagnosed. And so at two and a half, we diagnose her, she gets emergency open heart surgery, and then she's in heart failure for 18 months. And this so happened to be about 12 months into that, uh, where I had completely lost myself in that. And I had found myself going to counseling and the counselor had told me, she's like, well, what do you enjoy doing? And I'm like, I, I couldn't even answer the question. She's like, you've got to figure out something that you can, that you enjoy doing that you have control over in your life. Cause you can't control anything else. You got to let it go. Right. And so I didn't know what that meant, except I came home and really thought about that. And that's when this came into my life. And so I'm like, maybe this is it, maybe this is it, but I wasn't ever going to do it. Right. So about six weeks of just obsessing and researching and figuring out, um, researching the people that I saw online and just like, they're killing it in this industry. Like, what are they doing? And it was building their brand, right? Just building their brand online, getting people to know, like, and trust them. And then pitching every three, four, fifth post or whatnot. Right. And, um, I was like, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. So I went all in, I went all in and it's been six years now. It will be six years in May. And I've learned a lot. <laughs> I tell people, I'm like, I've made all the mistakes, but through that you learn. And, um, and here we are. Uh, there's a lot of things that I think we can learn just from your simple story there. I think the first thing is, is, you know, we always hear, always hear cliches like don't prejudge, but you and I are both examples of that, both living in Utah I felt like it's the last thing I'm ever going to do. There's too many people that do it. And I don't want to be one of those people. I think the second thing is, is that you're really selling people to take a look. And when you understand that and they take a look, a lot of times, like Mindy's experience, they see it's different than they thought it was. So don't try to overcomplicate your invites on convincing them on why it's so great. Convince them on why you wouldn't waste their time and to take a look. And after, respect whatever their decision is, whether it's they have zero interest or they're kind of interested or they're very interested. And so, you know, I, I just extract, extract a lot of principles from your story that, that are timeless principles that are so important for us to just keep remembering as we're trying to dial this in for ourselves, but also for our teams as we're trying to simplify and we're trying to inspire people and teach them and help them as they go. So I know for you, you know, one of the things you've been working on, you know, behind the scenes, you're always trying to study, you know, why you had success, how you had success. But I feel like as we have it, we kind of learn it, but as we start to teach it, we really learn it because then we got to break down why did I do what I did? And I know for me, you know, the longer I was in the profession and became a, a mentor, right? And eventually a coach, I'm always trying to, I don't know how or what, I've tried to break it down. And so I know one of the things that's big for you is attraction marketing for social selling. So first, maybe start off and tell us what that means to you, because I know different leaders have different definitions of what it means. And then from there, we can dive into a little bit on, on how people can can create better attraction marketing for social selling? Because there's a lot of myths, right? There's a lot of people that are just like, oh, you're going to make this great post. And then all of a sudden you're going to have thousands of messages. I'm like, well, unless there's some influencer with you know 200,000 following, right? And that's not going to happen consistently even for them. It's not like what people think, even though there's aspects to it, of course, from it. So I'd love to hear you give them a little bit of, of what, you, what it means to you. Yeah. 
Well, you you said it. You said the word consistency, and that's that's the secret to success. And I, you know, you find people that have the two thousand, two hundred thousand, two million followers, and they'll tell you that they were where you're at right now one day. And what did they do to get to where they're at? And the words consistency and it's, it's learning all the things. So attraction marketing for social selling. Now going back to the day that I had to go to my husband and I'm like, Hey, listen, I want to do this. And he's like, are you sure? You know, you don't have to, you you know, I'm like, I know it's for me. It's for me. Just let me do it. And uh, diving right in and just learning all the things. I'll tell you that I went beyond what my mentor had to teach me. It was popping on YouTube. You can find anything on YouTube. I called the university of YouTube, go check it out. Um, type in anything and it will, you know, how to build your brand online or whatnot. And I was able to just bring all this in. And I, 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 I bought into some courses, which were super helpful. Um, but I did, I, it was personal development for me for two full years. I didn't make very much money in this industry. I didn't. And, you know, I'm just reminding my husband, like, I, I, I know I've, I've seen it. I've seen people that are successful. I know it's, I know it's possible. Just hang in, hang in here with me. And now today I love to share that story because you have people that are two months into this, into this industry and they're like so frustrated. And I've made three posts and I've reached out to 220 people or whatnot. And they're just like, they just don't know if it's for them. And I'm like, just keep going. Just keep going. You're doing all the right things. Just keep going. Just keep putting yourself out there. People, I think, look at what we do and they're like, we'll see if she's still doing it in two months. We'll see if she's still doing it in six True. months. And if she is, I think I might join her because I know that she's in it, in it to win it. Right. So with that, over the years, once I had finally hit it, okay. The top 1% of the 1%, which is so exhilarating, especially when you put in the work and you've, you've felt the frustration. It's the blood, sweat and tears. And now you've hit it and you're like, I knew I could do this. It's really, really exhilarating. Um, but what really led to that is the attraction marketing for social selling. I tried it all. When I say that I made all the mistakes, I tried it all. <laughs> and everything that I tried and everything that worked for me, I was kind of bringing all these tools into my toolbox, right? And it about two, two and a half years into it is when I decided that I was going to create like a course for my team. Mm-hmm. And so we created this course and then the name came and it was attraction marketing for social selling. And, and it's, uh, it's a course that we teach every single month and it's a four week course. So it's week one, week two, week three, week four, the next month, week one, week two, week three, week four. And we just continue to do that. It's the same content every week one. It's the same content every week two. And the whole idea is to encourage the team to put in the work, do the action steps. And we come together as a team and we support each other. And we do weekly check-ins, midweek check-ins. We have the motivation, all of it. And people can stay a student as long as they want. Um, I've had people stay students for seven months. Wow. Plugging in because it's repetition, especially if you haven't been building on social media. It's all foreign to you. And it's basically learning a new language, right? Um, So it's just repetition is key. We record them. They can go rewatch the recordings um, and get that throughout the week. Uh, we read a book, which is personal development. We study that book. We have a quick little book club. We have what we call mini power half hours. Um, and we do the do. We do the do of what we just taught that week. So month after month after month, people start catching on and things start to click. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand why we do this now. And um, eventually in this system, uh, we build up leaders. So eventually they can decide to become what's called a co-leader. And at that point, they are 
linking arms with me. We have an extra hour each week that we connect and we go through the slides and we let them teach it, uh, which is awesome because that's building up the leader. And eventually if they desire to, they can take what I've created and have their own Zooms, which is awesome. We've had people that actually live stream it into the same team page. And if people want to catch both coaches that week, that's great. Um, if one works over the other, we just usually do them different times. And I've had people that just take what I've created and kind of make it their own. And it's fun to pop in Wednesdays at seven o'clock and just say hi and be like, Hey, how's it going? And just kind of see what they came up with because as a leader, we can always be learning and growing. And I learn from them every time that happens. So well, I think a couple of things, I mean, number one, you're, you're teaching them by doing it with them. Right. So it becomes more like a workshop rather than just, here's this, go do this. You're, you're teaching them, but then you're doing it with them. And so that helps them. It's like, you're holding their hand as you go throughout the process. So that, that, that's tremendous. And then the fact that it just starts over every month and you keep doing those basics over and over and over better and better and better. And so people can either plug their team members in, or they can do it, or they can do it again, or they can do it with their team members to really help them just dial it in and get it, you know, nailed down. What do you feel like are some of the the top mistakes you see people make, you know, with attraction marketing when we talk about social media and social selling? Great question. Being way too much salesy. (laughs) You've got to get people to know, like, and trust you. It can't be post after post after post. I think we, when I say that, we can all think of somebody that's done it and we're probably guilty of unfollowing them. Uh, so be careful to do that. Make sure we teach that every third, fourth, even fifth post could be a business related post. It's still not a, Hey, this is what I got. Here's my link. Buy my product. It's- private message me. Like they didn't know they could private message you, but now that you told them to right. like, Oh my goodness, I can Always message them. Always a call to action with those posts for sure. For sure. For sure. Just don't post links. Um, social media platforms don't love that. They won't show your post to anybody. Yeah. It's, there's a few things to learn for sure. And just the power of vulnerability. We could, we could speak on that for more, Rob. Well, I mean, that would shift into my next question. What do you feel like are some of the, we talked about consistency. Now you're mentioning vulnerability. You can go more in depth on that, but what are some of the top, some simple things? And I know obviously you spend four weeks on it. So it's very in depth and very robust. And this is more just, you know, high surface and, and hopefully people can extract ideas well enough that they actually implement and execute them into their business. But what are some of the things that, you know, someone can do on the positive side for attraction marketing? Yeah. So along the the line of vulnerability and, and Rob, in that, in that leader of leaders chat that we do have, you had mentioned something the other day that was like, yes, I loved it. Uh, the fact of sharing your story and the fact that when you post your stories, they get so much more engagement now than what posts even six months ago would have. And that's, I mean, we are using a social media platform. Like they change what they want to change and we just get to roll with it. We get to be these chameleons that just like, okay, what do they, what do they need from us now? And we'll make it happen. Right. Which is fun. It keeps our job different and exciting every single day. Uh, But along those lines, if you can be willing to be vulnerable and share a story with, with everything that you post, there can be a story with it. And once you learn that concept, you kind of take a step back and be like, how can I create a story or not create a story, just be more willing to be more vulnerable and share a story with a specific, you know, post that you're about to post of something that you did and how it made you feel and kind of get into the senses of things. Uh, It's just powerful. And that's where 
you know, building your brand online, you want to get people to know I can trust you and you're human. And if you can, if you can show that you're human, people are going to connect with that and people love that and they relate. It's all about relating. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking about this right now, actually, of, of doing a post on the power of storytelling and really social media is always storytelling. But like you're saying right there is, you know, how it just shifts a lot of times how you tell the story, not necessarily a different story. So for example, it used to be posts, right? You can still do posts, but we mean as far as the most rewarded, the most visibility were just posts. Then eventually it was lives. Then it was stories was the hottest thing. Now it's reels. Who knows what it will be two, three years from now, because most of these things, you know, a lot of them, I mean, people didn't even think of reels five years ago, right? Four years ago, three years ago. And so the things adapt, but it still comes back to your ability to tell stories, stories on yourself and your vulnerabilities. And Mandy talks about stories on your interests and your likes and dislikes. Like it's, it's really niches to riches. And I say, if you try to be everything to everyone, you'll be nothing to no one. And so you're learning to really dial in the storytelling. And then, yeah, every third, fourth, fifth post, depending on your strategy or your team strategy or company strategy or your own personal philosophy, then you can make one specific to your business. And I like how Mindy said, that doesn't mean it has to be direct business. Some people are a little more direct and some are more indirect. So for example, let's say I have a supplement type company. I could show me on the third day that I'm going to the gym and I could show myself working out and I'd be like, Hey, you know, today I'm, I'm working out. Do you prefer lifting weights or cardio? Why is that attraction marketing? Because I'm showing people, this is something I'm really into. I'm heavily invested into working out. Then two days later, I could make a post, you know, making my protein shake with my special little secret sauce recipe and, you know, showing people the value of it. Maybe I do a reel on that. Right. And so you know, what she's teaching you is so important for you to not just hear it, but actually understand it well and go implement it into your business. And that, that'll make a big difference as you're extremely consistent with doing that. So last, I guess, couple of questions here, which platform is your favorite? And if someone asked you, which platform should they start on, which would you recommend? They're all good. Uh, for what we do, we do focus on Facebook. Okay. I get that question all the time. Well, what about TikTok? It's the next big thing. It's whatever. And I'm like, go try it out. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Let me know what you find out because I don't, I don't have the right answer. I'll yeah. tell you what I do and that things are always changing with that. I, I, I do post to Instagram too, because when I post to Facebook, it automatically goes to Instagram, which is great. Utilize that. Right. But we only have so much time and energy in the day. And if you can focus on one platform, focus on one platform, and you're most likely going to just hone in on that and build there because otherwise you're spreading yourself way too thin. You get overwhelmed and Facebook is where it's at for us. And because uh, we have our training there where we can live stream into a Facebook group, right? Mm -hmm. And then we teach the ATM system, which we have our community VIP group that we ATM to. And so it's, it's almost like if you don't use Facebook, you, you got to create an account. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just the way that we work. We- so Facebook would be the best place to plug people into for learning. Yes. And then from what I'm hearing, and, and I agree with you, actually, as far as best platform to promote, go where you're best at. If you already have an audience on TikTok and that's what you're familiar with, great. If you have an audience on Instagram and that's what you're most familiar with, great. 
If it's Facebook, great. And then eventually as you get better, then you can expand and you can repurpose similar content on multiple platforms. Yep. Perfect. Um, I just want to make sure I'm, because that's exactly what I was thinking before, but I always like to, I like to other people's perspective. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they say it, you know, in different ways, but I'm in a hundred percent agreement there. I think everyone wants to know exact, like, what do I, I do? Where's, where's the magic number? I'm like, I know you got to work like, it. <laughs> And, and that's why it's important to really do a good job of teaching the principles. And that's what we just did on which platform to use. And, mm-hmm. and depending on, you know, your style or, or yeah, where you're on anyways. It's interesting too, though, the fact that all social media platforms kind of have the same, I guess, algorithm. Very similar. As far as post this many times a day or this often, yeah. you know, make sure you're engaging with this, make sure you're getting this many comments in the first 30 minutes. Like that's where we're going to boost your post they're all kind of on the same wavelength as that goes. So it's like what we teach implements to any social media platform. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's like, I think back to some of the, I wrote a list of almost a hundred different things to teach this huge social media course four years ago, honestly, with the exception of things transitioning from like, you know, lives to stories, to reels, the rest of everything is, is pretty much the same there are very little things that have changed because good content's good content. They want you to reciprocate and engage with others and people that engage with you, they're going to show the most amount of content too, because that means that you're providing value and there's a win-win there. So we overcomplicate the algorithms too much when the similarities are, are absolutely there. Just focus on providing really good values you go. So Mindy, where's the best place if people want to go follow you on social media and, and, and check out right your profile and start learning from you. Where are the best places on Facebook and Instagram is what it sounds like from what you told me to find you, not TikTok. It sounds like more Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So I am on every social media platform, but I do hone in on those two for sure. Interesting enough, my biggest following is YouTube, <laughs> but that was at the beginning of time. And I'll tell you that I haven't done much with it since just because I'm busy over here now, but Mindy Saunders. I've got uh, a public profile account, Mindy Saunders Coaching, uh, which is kind of my next jump in life, I guess, uh, which is super exciting and something I've been working on for years and a big dream of mine. And um, that will be up and running here in the next over six weeks and doing all the things for that. But yeah, Mindy Saunders on all platforms. Awesome. Well, Go find Mindy, give her a follow. I think the best way to learn is actually to follow and see people living it right as they go. Cause we can, we can learn from that and apply those same concepts and principles to, to our businesses, to our own personal styles or unique styles. So Mindy, it's a pleasure having you on and look forward to hanging out with you here. And uh, it's just less than two months for our next little Utah, I don't know what we're going to call it, mini mastermind, secret sauce special hangout, but uh, really looking forward to that, my friend. And uh, thanks for all the value that you provided today. Hey, thanks, Rob. We appreciate you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have 
tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business. 